0: Coming up today, we're going to take you on a ride on the Hogwarts Express. All that and more live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of The Dis Unplugged.
1: This is Episode 98
0: of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The disunplugged Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Third time I've said that, now in about 30 seconds span. I am your host, Craig Williams, and sitting beside me is no one other than Rhino Clavin. Hi. Hi. Hello. Happy September.
2: Oh, happy look se- at my pumpkin shirt. Happy chart.
0: September. Yes. <laughs>
2: White please. shot, please. Pumpkin shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Jeez, already. please. It says identity crisis. I got this last night because today is September first, and I wanted to celebrate. This pumpkin's yeah. on my underpants. We're too. getting well, key dokey. We're getting very close to Halloween season.
0: I know there's a bunch of excited people in this room about that. Um, Pumpkin and, spice. Well, you know who else still is back? Back on the controls are. Uh, they don't have Halloween in England. Producer of the day. Oliver Green.
1: Um, yes. Hello, everyone. Everything, we do yeah. have Halloween in England. And uh, fun fact: it's actually my mother's birthday. So no way, she's yeah. a real witch. It's my dad's birthday she's, is it On really? Halloween, isn't there it? you go. Yeah, it's that's he's crazy. a real wizard. That's Ooh. cool. I, sorry, I thought you had something to say right now.
2: <laughs> no, that, <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, that's very cool. That we our parents share birthdays. They both oh, must yeah. have had amazing birthday parties as kids. No,
0: I think my dad... Was Rick not into it? Deep down, I think he doesn't really like Halloween. I think he kind of resents it because it was his birthday, but Um, also a holiday. Yeah. Um, I can relate. Yeah, but I'm sure he has very good memories of like taking my sister and I around trick-or-treating and stuff while my mom had to sit out passing candy out from a bowl to all the
1: other neighborhood kids. You didn't want to
2: do the one bowl, take one? i know you always get
1: the greedy child though when you do the take one and they always like come in with the big old hands my it's old to be doing mm,
2: is that where the
0: weight came from my mother <laughs> was very adamant about sitting outside and seeing all the kids come that's up cool. in their costumes i can see that so that's nice. it's, that's just the type of person she is so um wow oliver you don't know your mom's birthday <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Is your mom in the chat right now and saying it's not her birthday? It's not Halloween? It's Halloween one day
1: after my birthday. Oh, yeah. That's it. It's (laughs) Halloween. Oh, wow. It's all Halloween. Hey, she said she wasn't going to say who she was anymore in chat, but apparently not.
0: You are terrible. Okay. (laughs) And that's being a good son at its
1: best. (laughs) Wait that Right. Wait. So technically, America's five hours no mind no, no. so it is it's her birthday on halloween in america for 5 hours saved
2: you are done it's You're... all right what's jane we will remember your birthday yeah. <laughs> we'll send you something
0: nice it's very good your so son? nothing i am very excited for this episode uh, as i said to rhino before and everyone else out there it is september 1st and for the average person out there that just means okay it's september's here we can finally putting up our uh, our autumn decorations our fall decorations as well as start to celebrate the halloween season get in that pumpkin spice mood if you haven't already i know i've already gone through one box of pumpkin spice cheerios and i am making my way through a box of pumpkin spice life and my halloween oreos are just sitting in the package begging to get eaten right now um but besides all of
2: that, <gasps> wait, what did you just say? Halloween Oreos. Did you already get some? Yeah, of course. Did you, like this year? You're not holding over yeah, from no, last year, right? Year this year's. Yeah. Oh God, I can't Dark. wait. Um, the pumpkin spice Oreos are the best Oreos didn't those ones, they've though. ever they've ever made, though. But I can't wait for those to come back because yeah. they were here until like January. I usually this year. get about two things of those and then maybe
0: sometimes three. I'll eat one in season and I'll put the rest in the freezer and then just eat them over time. Oreos are like Twinkies. They never go bad as long as they are refrigerated or frozen. I'm an expert in Oreos. uh, Which is a good indication of the health benefits of Oreos. (laughs) Exactly. That's also... That is also why I'm trying to start getting in shape right now. Um, but that's a whole other topic for another day. This September 1st, why are we are excited today is because in the land of Harry Potter lore, this is the day that students are going back to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And how are the best ones getting there? Well, of course, on the Hogwarts Express. That's the way to go, unless you know things go wrong and all of a sudden you have to drive your flying ford anglia to hogwarts
2: (laughs) only trash does that (laughs) who does that (laughs) Uh, but no in i'm just kidding uh, harry potter is the gem classic feel feel bad for saying it now but
0: yes the, the best of us out there take the hogwarts express and for that very reason we are going to celebrate the hogwarts express today by putting it up for nomination uh, in our Diz Universal Hall of Fame. Honestly, we could have already done this, and I completely forgot about it because um, I, I didn't bother looking back to see if we had already done it once before. I don't think we have. I don't think we've done anything Wizarding World of Harry Potter yet. Um, we might have. I don't pay attention anymore. But and that being said, we are going to celebrate it today, not not Hogwarts. So we could have done Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey and talked about Hogwarts, but you know, before you get there, you got to take that train. Got to go to King's Cross. So we will be talking about that in just a short, short little moment. But before we get there, I want to go over some of the news that is buzzing this week.
2: Buzz, buzz. Buzz. Hair, but he's just texting i didn't know i was doing one. that anymore well you just got to pay attention it was to steve porter it's about as a he's he's getting off a plane tonight and he's rejoining the floridians that are us oh. <laughs> so i'm just trying to he of course waited until 102 to start asking me these questions about his apartment but yeah. um clearly he's gonna last long again with us <laughs> yeah so I'm going to go get his key and I'm going to throw it into the woods and say good luck.
1: What's, what's uh, Steve's new address?
2: Uh, well, I can, yeah, I'll give you, I'll drop a pin and then I'm going to share it on the Diz boards <laughs>
1: and then everyone can
2: go, stop by and welcome him. Very
0: good. I think we should. Um, so we are buzzing. We're going to talk about what big news happened this week. And uh, we are, I'm using this term very loosely uh, whenever I oh. say big news. Um, this really only affects a small, small portion but it is the saga of universal and their annual past drama this week cuz it has been nothing but issues and baby drama and all that stuff i baby drama baby drama universal had a baby no they're they're essentially having that baby drama baby okay so for those of you who are not in on the know it was earlier this week That Universal Orlando actually kind of let it slip that there was going to be changes coming up to their annual pass holder program. So uh, if we are going back in the, the way back time machine of last week, then we are looking at a Universal Orlando where there are nine but only three passes, the power pass, the preferred pass and the premier pass.
2: We have the premier, right? We have the premiere cast. Premier. I always get yes. premiere and preferred mixed up because they both sound like that's the best one. Yeah. No, like oh, you're the preferred one, but then people are oh, you're the premiere one. I don't know. Premiere sounds lower than preferred to me. Well, that's a, that's a
0: great story. So, um, <laughs> it's wonderful. So then earlier this week, Universal Orlando on their official blog, they accidentally mm-hmm. posted a article. That was detailing changes coming up to their annual pass holder program, which I was not fortunate enough to see. This blog post as it went up, because then they quickly took it down and uh, responded by saying, well, there's, there will be changes to come, but we're not quite ready to officially announce that yet. And, uh, well, it only took a couple extra days before that news actually came out, and they were ready to, to come out with it. But uh, Universal has switched things up a little bit, and now they have added a fourth annual pass. Where does this one lie within the other three? Well, this one is it's it's tricky. Okay, so before the the power pass had blockout dates and no parking, and that was kind of whatever. Sorry, it had blockout dates and no parking. Did I just repeat myself twice? I need to. I think you said it like inverted, like it was. I don't know what I said need to listen to myself talk. The power pass was the cheapest of the passes is in the low $200. I believe the, the pass was 234 for Florida residents and 260 for non-Florida residents. And that included, you know, the summer was blocked out as well as, um, some of the busier times of spring break and Christmas. Uh, and so now essentially that pass has become this new pass, which they are considering the seasonal pass. Um, and with that, it, it kind of it jumped up from the price points that I mentioned before. So now the seasonal pass is two hundred eighty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents for non-Florida residents, and two hundred fifty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents for Florida residents. So it raised, uh, it raised just a little bit, and essentially it is Power Pass now. Yeah. it has those blockout dates during the busier times of year. Um, and you don't have any details on, you don't, you don't have any discounts on parking. You pay full price every time you want to go and park there. But now the power pass has been jumped up a bit and it has been beefed up and it's bigger and better and better than ever before. Still has blockout dates, but now the only blockout dates it has is over the busiest times of spring break, um, which I'm guessing it also lies around when Easter is going to be next year mm-hmm. um, in April. And as well as Christmas, but summer, no blockout dates. Then they can go. If you have the power pass, you can go all summer long, which might be an option for some people. Um, but the price for that, instead of the old power pass price, it now starts at $344 and 99 cents for non-residents, $319 and 99 cents for Florida residents, which is very substantial. um, Compared to what the power pass would have been in yield days, but ye olde. now you also have with that you have fifty uh, percent off parking anytime you go. So oh, so instead of twenty, it's only ten bucks. Yeah, so that's a next step up. And then the preferred passes and the premier passes also saw an increase in pricing. Uh, each pass rose forty dollars, respectively, what it was before. So now a preferred pass is. Uh, $384, $385 for non-Florida residents, $350 for Florida residents. And the premiere is $495 for non-Florida, $450 for, or sorry, it's $540 for non-residents and 490 for Florida residents. A lot of numbers throwing out there. The information's all out there if you can't keep up. But essentially all they did for these passes, they increased them $40 each and all they did was at an early park admission. And the Preferred Pass has actual blockout dates on which days you can use your early park admission, where yes, the but Premier that's, does
2: that's, it. But that's it in terms of blockout dates added to Preferred, right? Yeah. It's it's just, not, it was just a blockout on uh, benefit, not on an actual... Yes. Okay. 365 years of park days still. 300, that's a lot of 365,
0: years. 365 days <laughs> of parks. <laughs> days of parks. Universal's been around for quite some time. But... But block out dates on those early park admissions where if you have that premier pass now, you can go every day, an hour before the park opens to guests, and you can get in all day, every day. day and, of course, there. with that one, too, the premier pass, you have other benefits like free parking uh, – so, sorry, free preferred parking and valet as well as the Halloween Horror Nights ticket, which always comes in
2: use. Um, and what's – okay, so what's the – what is usually the cheapest Halloween Horror Nights ticket? It's usually like sixty, get, seventy dollars. I mean, you can get
0: like a, for Florida residents. For us, we can get them for like fifty dollars. They always do like the Coke promotion
2: of oh, yeah, and th- that's and usually and the earlier, the bucks. September yeah. ones, right? Like, so I always, I always think like, I mean, if you're you're even debating like, oh, I might go to Halloween Horror Nights that plus the benefit now this preferred thing, like I feel like that pass has is you pay for that, you know, it, it pays for itself. I mean, excuse me, the extra benefit. I don't know. I mean, I understand why people get preferred. I just would never... I don't think I would be a type of person who would ever get that Power Pass anymore.
0: Yeah, I think the Power Pass is... The Power Pass is out. I mean, for me, it's really only the Premier Pass. That's the way to go. Yeah. Um, the the option of having that free self-parking, the free, not just regular parking, the preferred parking and the valet is one of the biggest benefits that ends up paying for itself over and over again. Um so that's I am a big fan of that. The preferred pass, if I ever had to drop back down to it, wouldn't be a problem. If I like Halloween Horror Nights, I'm going to do the frequent fear pass anyways. So technically, I don't quite need that extra ticket unless I do want to go on one of those Saturdays that I wasn't going to go before. Um, the the big thing about this though is all you know. Yeah, they're adding these new benefits in. they created this new structure. They just raised the price for annual passes a couple months ago. So this is the second time they're increasing prices in annual passes in less than a year. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of criticism on this part that people are going insane. That why is Universal doing this? Why are they raising prices? That's that shine people away. People were pissed off when Disney raised the prices on their annual passes. Made it
2: seem so high that you were just pricing people out people of it. Get upset every time they do it. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I, I do think it's kind of crazy they've done it twice in a year but you know there was also a substantial amount of land purchased within the last 365 days too that i'm sure that they're wanting to get some stuff paid for that they're going to build there and that's all i could think maybe and yeah, but
0: a lot of that can also then be offset by if nbc universal has a good string of successful movies you know if they have a Jurassic World followed by a Furious 7 it doesn't matter what profits the theme parks are making whenever you have movies that are making over a billion dollars at the box office that's going to start offsetting some of the other costs around the company
2: well i don't i don't know that they had that this year
0: they did not have that this year yeah i think they only kind of have the one kind of hit so
2: but i i I
0: don't know if i'm bothered by this i said before the show to you guys i actually enjoy the addition of the early park admission um i think this is going to be something that more or less benefits people who are locals uh that have the annual passes or Uh, people who do come from out of town that have annual passes, maybe they prefer staying at Disney and they just want to come over and now they can still get the benefits of staying on site minus the Express Pass part of it. But let's say you have the premiere Pass, you use it for early entry, go as a normal guest during the day, then after four, you have your Express all of a sudden. Mm. You're you're getting good benefits out of it. But um, it's just, it was a
2: weird choice to make at this time. But... Especially when the report is that, like, Disney is about to see the lowest attendance. Yeah. They're going to have a massive drop for the fall season. And Universal is basically being like, well, we'll raise the price. Yeah. You know, it's 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 an interesting, like, I, I don't know. That's kind of a, not an expected way to offset what's going to probably be a dip in attendance right now for all theme parks. It's a,
0: It's just a very strange time in Orlando. Nothing more to really say about that. I don't It's the know.
2: hurricane. It's the, the hurricane.
0: Yes, and I guess I didn't mention that up front. We are recording this the day, the earlier in the day before Hermione, 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 whatever her, Hermione, Hermione, uh, before I'm the tropical even. storm that's expected to turn into a hurricane. It's supposed to hit landfall uh, tonight at 2 a.m., I believe. And uh, so Orlando, I don't believe it's supposed to be too affected by the hurricane, but um You know, things change. Weather changes. Just ask Bill Paxton. He knows. We can't. We can't see it no more. But um, I'm sure we will be all safe and fine. And if we have to sacrifice anyone, of course, we'll do it for Oliver. He will be sacrificed. Hmm? Hmm? (laughs) I guess Steve, he gets back. We can just do him. Be like we didn't even lose anyone. (laughs) (laughs) But. (laughs) Um, there's just one other item that I do want to cover. Annual passes might not be your thing, might not matter to you. Well, this other part actually might have something to do with you planning your vacation here. And that is about now being able to buy your park tickets on Universal's official app. So Mm. if you didn't know Universal has an official app to begin with, that's your first problem. They do. It's available on Android and iPhone, and it's actually a really nifty app. Um, it, in my opinion, it is everything that my Disney experience should want to be. It's colorful. It's creative. It's very quick-moving. Um, it's maintained well. Uh, it's not not laggy, doesn't have nearly any of the same issues, but Disney's also packing a lot more into theirs, so I will give them a little bit of leeway on that one. But yes, now you can buy tickets directly through the Universal official app. And uh, so let's say you buy tickets for you and your family. I'll play mom in this role, unless you want to be mom.
1: I think you want to be daddy. Nah, role,
0: I want to be the daddy. You wanna be daddy? I wanna oh. be the daddy. Well I, I took daddy's credit card. And mom paid for the tickets. So now I go in there, I press boop, 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 four tickets. Because we have two kids. One boy, one girl, as every normal family should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. And uh Janelda. Janelda. Uh Why'd you <laughs> take my credit card, Janelda? Inside joke. Not not too inside up. You don't uh, eat
2: people's potato chips.
0: <laughs> so I, I took it, I bought the four tickets. So now whenever I get that it will show up on my app as we have four uh, QR code tickets on there that I can then take to a turnstile, and they can scan all four tickets, and all of our family can come in.
2: Well, that just sounds convenient. It does sound convenient. us and Janelda, and however, little Bobby Blue. However,
0: however let's say – so then there's another aspect of it, though. It is only on that person who got their phone. So – I bought the tickets, but you want to run off on your own. You want to go have a beer at NBC and of then course. come back in later on yourself. Uh, Janelda and Bobby Blue, is that what yeah, we Bobby call them? Yeah, Bobby Blue is what Bobby we named Blue. Our child. Uh, it's they, your favorite color. They are, <laughs> it's not green. Um, <laughs> they are wandering off on their own. They want to go to islands later. Well, unfortunately, that QR code ticket has to stay on that phone. So mom would have to be with them for the day. But there is a loophole in that. They do send a PDF copy to your email which you can then distribute to the rest of them
2: she got to do a little bit of that than their technology swapping yeah (laughs) okay
0: so let me just put this into perspective because they they did push this as a good option of something to use something uh, that is available for people who need to purchase tickets don't waste your time with this it might be cool it might be convenient it might be in the app it might be all cool like that Buy your tickets ahead of time in advance on the website. Get a good discount on it. And if you need help with ticket decisions, use a travel agent that will be able to help guide you. Where, what what, what, needs I, you but want. if
2: only I knew a travel agent site that could help us out. I said it at the beginning of the show. I don't repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. See, he's a stern mama. <laughs>
0: he's so, he's you know, one, one of those repeat. Disney moms that yeah. isn't taking any rubbish
2: from anyone. So if you feel like you need to
0: purchase tickets on their official app now feel free to do
2: so um it seems like it's for the person who just like maybe you're just driving around that day and you're like you know what, let's go universal yeah, yeah. It, it's it's you know it's there because they're like well we can do it we might as well just pop it in there and and let let yeah. them
0: annual pass holders can't buy their tickets in there and have it on the app that'd be cool they could do it hasn't happened yet at this time so i think it is the start they are going to start rolling this out this is like the precursor to having your one app control everything which i think they greatly need because that's that's the big problem right now with universal is that you have to have your park admission ticket if you're staying on site you have to also have your key card for your hotel which does have charging privileges property wide but then if you have your express pass you need to have your separate piece of paper for express you're just carrying around a lot if you had on the dining plan extra plastic card right on there too but again no one should ever use their dining plan it's terrible 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 miss the old one so it is an option if you want to have it Mm -hmm. I don't so sip that coffee (laughs) thank you Mm. Needed need it from time to time you get to it, keep Mama. me awake. So, okay. That is it for what's happening in terms of news. Not the most exciting news, but uh, believe it or not, this show was founded on the principles of trip planning and what can help you to trip plan. So this is what it's supposed to all be about. I know. I apologize we, for people out there. Yeah. You know, sometimes... We're this into something more interesting somehow. So yeah. It's sometimes... <laughs> the things that help people the most are the least interesting
1: it's something that's going to affect a lot of the people that like math to the show. Yeah.
0: exactly like math so I'm just kidding i love math just book with dreams unlimited travel and it all works out but let's get on to the main event september 1st i was a student at hogwarts i took the hogwarts express you weren't oliver wasn't
2: how dare you how dare you i took my pottermore he- sorting
1: just to online it, it, out of all three of us here if you had to say which one of you three went to Hogwarts I would say how me I, How? how is it crazy? he's gone to the
2: official location JK Rowling herself deemed where he went the most appropriate place have you ever donned a school uniform for Hogwarts for Hogwarts oh, okay. emphasis
1: on there <laughs> I've I've been to the actual Hogwarts that you see in the films and seen that that doesn't count I I was a student don't I don't even, remember don't any American the books. accents from. You the didn't films. even read
2: the books. You're one of those. One of those. Yeah, I watched the films. So, <laughs> I'm take a breath here. <laughs> it's. uh. He's he's a I locationist. The, he's a biased. I
0: am the only official Hogwarts student at any point in time. Which then I did
2: uh, clearly. Finally, Slytherin over I finally here.
0: graduated, Rain and then, the then I continued pride. to go on from Hogwarts, and I kept up my studies, and I, I worked with dragons <laughs> after that. So I, I had a successful time at Hogwarts. What was your house? Um, what was my house? Okay. Slytherin. I will
2: assess you're clearly a Weasley,
0: but I, I think that's just because of the ginger <laughs> part of it. I was I was a I was a Slytherin. I kn- How, knew it. However, from time Ooh. to time Wow. <sighs> Sorry, that was a missed finger. From time to time I would be seen in Hufflepuff gear, but that was only because I was trying to infiltrate their house.
2: Uh, ah. Regular sneaky Slytherin yes. little snakes so Postle tongue sun's yeah. I, I tried guess. i
0: tried to infiltrate uh gryffindor at one point in time
2: except i know i've talked about it before but have you seen that really funny uh, meme online where it's like this div- it's either like four images or something but it starts and it's like gryffindor and it's like the gryffindor student with his wand and he's they're brave and Bold, and then it was like slithering. They're cunning and sneaky, and then Ravenclaw is mindful, and then a hufflepuff uh, stick. Yeah, just a kid with a stick in his
0: hand. Yeah, I I I have seen that.
2: Uh, Um, I'm sorry, but if you can incorporate Harry Potter related humor into just everyday life, not just like oh I'm having a Harry Potter conversation, but if you can somehow drop a joke into regular. Everyday conversation and it's a Harry Potter oriented joke. I literally think that's the best humor there is in the world. It is. It's nice. It just makes me feel so good. Yeah.
0: uh, I uh, I wanted. I I tried to infiltrate Gryffindor at one point, but literally walking through the greenhouses, I just get kept getting stopped. Oh look, it's a Weasley. It's a Weasley. (laughs) And I said, that is the first and last time I am ever going to wear these colors. (laughs) It was the most obnoxious thing in the world.
2: But Weasley's a Gryffindor.
0: I know. Yeah, you said you were trying to infiltrate Hufflepuff. I was trying to... No, I... I, Okay, so I'm going to break it down for you now. Tangent. I think I've explained this on the show. I will explain it now. Um, So... (laughs)
2: Somebody said you were Snape in the chat.
0: I, (laughs) (laughs) I, I believe things have changed since I was a student at Hogwarts, but... Uh, a lot of people would ask whenever they would come to Hogwarts, say, well, why are you a Slytherin? Why Why are you a Hufflepuff? Why are you a Gryffindor? Why are you a Ravenclaw? Why are there so many Slytherins and there's like no Ravenclaws at all? Are there just no smart people? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> so smart people to, to slightly break the magic, the uniforms were oh, size varying. Right? Oh. So um, some some sizes... Potentially the bigger ones were only available at the time in Ravenclaw, whereas um, a lot of Slytherin and Gryffindor were very – they were your average sizes. And then Hufflepuff was – if you've seen pictures of me whenever I first started this show, you knew at one point that I was like a a twig. Um, I used to be able to fit in small clothing, believe it or not i well I wasn't eating anything belly
2: shirts and stuff I assume
0: (laughs) I was disgusting it's I look back on pictures and like ugh, Jack Skellington yeah um but yeah so there were breaking the magic a little bit there but that's I I believe that has been updated and changed but I that's why I was in the house that I was and whenever I went to the house that I uh the house that I was in. Sorry, I don't know what I was saying there. Whenever I went to get to Hogwarts, I of course took the Hogwarts Express.
2: I don't think that's actually what you were saying, but I think that's how you, you I don't know. chose. But that's where I was trying
0: to get there. That sentence. I was trying to get there to circle it all back around. September first, that was the first day of school. Despite students living in the castle year round, those crazy kids. Uh, September first is the official. Everybody lives in the castle year round. Harry. all
2: they
0: do. Oh, 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 oh.
2: Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. It. It's <laughs>
0: just you. the daily thing. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, you take that monumental train ride to Hogwarts on the Hogwarts Express. You leave from King's Cross, and you go through Platform 9 and 3 quarters, and, uh, you know, you, you make that pilgrimage there. And it's a big, important thing. We would celebrate at Hogwarts with a, uh, uh, the Great Feast. Where everyone would just do a potluck and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. share some foods and stuff, all that. But you didn't enslave any house elves for that no, one. Did not okay. do that. No, it wasn't wasn't that cruel. But now Universal has kind of made it possible to celebrate this because, of course, with the addition of uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley, uh, we now have London and King's Cross, and you can, and you can take that yeah. all the way to Hogsmeade. And then you can get to Hogwarts from there. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, with that, we are nominating up the Hogwarts Express for the Diz Universal Hall of Fame. Fame, 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 fame. <laughs> That was a big echo there on the uh, the excitement for it. So, the before reader. we get cooking any further, we're going to give you a little bit of the idea. We're not going to show you all of the on-ride footage for it. We're going to give you an idea of the the start from King's Cross going into the queue to get to the Hogwarts Express. If you want to watch the full video of it, head to youtube.com slash WDWinfo. There you will find our full, complete experience on the Hogwarts Express, both ways. Um, but for now... If you're watching this you can see just a short bit of it right now that was a slip of oliver not paying attention
1: i don't think we were gone that long actually i thought i i reacted quite quickly there if you didn't point it They're out good. i think anyone would have realized and we're back
0: so that was a little bit of a look for those of you who were watching um on what some of the the queue and such looks like for the Hogwarts Express. And uh, this was a tough one for me in a way because I didn't know whether or not we should do this as an attraction for Hall of Fame because technically it is an attraction. Um, It's a very unique attraction in that it connects two parks together. Some would argue that that would make it transportation Mm -hmm. and not an attraction. Um, But overall, it is an attraction.
1: Um, Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, 150%. it's something people go out of their way to experience. So it's more than just you know transportation.
0: It's it did the job that Universal Orlando wanted it to do, where they built one thing that had two unique experiences based on which way you were traveling, that encouraged people to buy a two park pass, and uh, they they knocked it out of the park entirely. So of course it was. uh, It opened up in July of 2014, Uh, and we're going to kind of go at this. We're going to kind of go over it a little bit in slight detail, uh, but we're going to start with the King's Cross side of things. So, Oliver, you've been to King's Cross. I have. How from the
1: outside? How accurate? It's yeah. It's it's very from the outside. It's pretty spot on. Obviously, everything's slightly smaller, um, just so they can fit it in the theme park. But yeah, the, the. the font. I know it sounds silly, but it's the small details that really mm-hmm. make it. And it's things like the font on the station that actually says King's Cross on it. Yeah. Um, the you know the clock at the top there. It's it's the shape of the window. It's accurate to what you see. Um, yeah, I was very impressed with it. And in, it, just moving inside as well. Yeah. The audio that you hear is pretty much identical to what it's you. What d- it sounds like? Yeah, it's exactly what it. Would well, sound and then like they inside. have like
0: the uh, the spinning. Um the spinning times
1: and showing what the, that is that accurate i believe now or, if my memory serves me correctly it's digital so that's oh, that more sucks. yeah that's kind of like a uh that's more for the theming and the side of it, which I think works well. You know, it yeah. does, it makes you look up when you hear that, like, tch, tch, tch,
0: Oh yeah. No, of it was the shutter.
1: So it's, it's done very well. But if, if I remember correctly and it's been a while, um, it's yeah, that's, that's all digital now. So,
0: so one of the things I enjoyed about it whenever it first opened and for a while, I don't think I've seen them recently. That doesn't mean that they're not still there, but I just might have been missing them awkwardly timing. Are they still doing the live musicians inside? I've, I've seen I them I have
2: not seen them ever
0: You've yeah. never seen them? No Okay,
2: they used to have a uh, saxophone player Oh, wait they I, had I, I, a, There was a, violin, a violinist right? I, I remember and, the violinist But uh, they were like out front They weren't like in the attraction When I, when I was there When by, I've seen them By Yeah, they weren't outside But they were like right in the
0: exit Where if you were leaving King's Cross They would be right before So the, obviously they don't want to get
2: rained on And stuff like that But they would be right in that area Yeah, yeah now that you say that I haven't seen them since like the
1: first year yeah, the it, oh, no, first one. couple of months. I've, so. I'm pretty confident I've seen them this year at points. Well, I haven't seen. So, well, I haven't seen the other person who used to be the streetwalkers
2: in London, not the prostitutes, but the 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 people who were like, oh, where's everybody going? You know, don't you remember there used to be a person and they were in regular clothes and they on day one or two were supposed to like comment like they were just supposed to be the regular Londoner and then they ended up having to help direct traffic so people were only going in the e- entrance and not the exit. And then I was like, well, that breaks I'm, the illusion altogether. And I then they got rid of that person. That. It was somebody who stood right when you were going toward the brick wall. They always wore the same outfit, every person, whoever they were. It was like a fedora, some sort of vest. And hmm. and the none of the cast members were supposed to acknowledge the existence of Diagon Alley. But then people literally didn't well, know how to get into I mean, it, so they had to start acknowledging I it. I believe you were
0: there with me not we didn't know each other at that point but we were both there the day it opened yeah at like 4 a.m standing outside waiting to get in yeah so that day obviously we didn't need to worry about it because after they did the ceremony we went straight in right and then i don't think i went back for
2: oh they were were there they were there for quite up up until recently i haven't noticed i just they've been there since i've worked here i guess i've never noticed them yeah Well, they're not always saying anything. They're just sometimes just standing there. The night bus
0: conductor is still out there on a daily basis. Um, He's always there. What what the coolest thing was, Tangent obviously has nothing to do with this, but the first night whenever uh, we went in for the the big, after they did the big opening ceremony and all the celebrities were there and stuff, when we were all just walking around and mixing and mingling, Mm -hmm. that night they did have, they hired or they already had their entertainment people dressed up in like kind of uh normal wizard not like wizard robes and stuff but kind of authentic to the movies how you would see people walking around uh Alley, and they were walking around just like doing stuff like oh look at that we need to go get a wand and so they had this incredible streetmosphere all throughout there that entire night and it's it's a shame that they can't do that for like every special event that ever happens in there just pile it in with all these random actors just acting like they're there because it makes Diagon Alley just come to life in a different way that you don't get on an average day when everyone's just yeah. pushing and shoving to get to see the dragon. But we're not talking about that today. We're dragon. talking about we're talking obviously about King's Cross. So, uh yeah, sometimes they have that that awesome musician there. We'll have to check back and see if they've been there recently. I know, obviously, you can't work twenty four hours a day, except for Oliver, who we push him to do that. Um, but yeah, then I, I just I, I do love the King's Cross interior queue for Hogwarts Express because then it continues the one of the details that I love most is whenever you come to the the first like big billboard that's in front of you. It's the billboard that you see inside King's Cross as well on. Um, harry potter six six mm-hmm. yeah and so like a detail yeah, that they took out of the movie put it right on the wall and then you have this nice section that you can go around and you can get your english drinks and you can get your, your crisps and, and you're allowed to take them
1: on the attraction with you they actually they, they encourage you to buy stuff and Which, take it on really? just yeah. a little um you know put in my two cents in there you can do that in england they're quite happy to sell you alcohol that you can take on the train as well so that's pretty accurate in itself they'll say you cans of Strongbow, and you can drink them on a train no drinking in the trains in massachusetts that's well wow, it's europe we're much more relaxed or we were until we you know pulled out we'll see what happens and i i mean we'd we have to obviously point out it there are lots of cool
0: little hidden details along the way as oliver said you hear the all of the chatter and the noise and everything happening around you. But uh, the big part is you get upstairs, which I do not believe is probably accurate to King's cross. Is there two levels? No, um, <laughs> I don't
1: believe there is. I'm trying to recall it now. It's the movie, not, they if, go if, over a bridge. Don't
2: you remember seeing in order of the Phoenix and they're talking like, and they're walking and the dog comes
1: up, the pad foot um, comes up. They're walking over a bridge. That's an o- like a level up. The no, okay, I'm, I'm recalling it now from a long time ago. There is not an upstairs. There isn't. In fact, the inside isn't very similar at all. It's just the exterior that's very similar to the actual King's Cross station. The inside isn't. Oh, it mm. looks it looks English, but it's not at all huh. like the station.
0: My life is ruined. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So you go upstairs, and that's where you get to go through the great platform, go to platform nine and three quarters mm-hmm. using a. A very awesome effect. Was that in the video? I didn't pay attention. It was, yes. You
1: can see it in the video. So,
0: So. of course, we're not going to ruin how it's done. Uh, (laughs) But you have to be standing in the right place, watching at the right time to see people cross through. And it's... not only you know whenever you actually do you're the one who crosses through it's not exciting you're not taking that running charge to go through you can you look like an idiot um it's more for the people watching you go through that get the experience out of it but i like that they have the sound effect of like the whoosh as if you're running through and you are transforming into another place and soon after that you just you, you see the trade if you time it right you don't have to watch the Hogwarts Express backing into King's Cross Station. Hopefully, you'll get around, and you will just see the train sitting there, steam coming out the sides. Uh, it's the first time you see it. If you are a true, true Harry Potter fan, you will be close to crying. Oh, it's breathtaking! Um,
2: it's especially if the steam's working. It's not always. Yeah. It's not always not on, always. but when it is, and it just has that like, and it's just chugging out there, and. Yeah. It's it's mesmerizing.
0: Yeah. I will never forget my first time seeing the Hogwarts
1: Express sitting there. It was. It, kind of, it was just special. It was yeah. one of those things for me it really did like you said it took my breath away but this is I was lucky enough I was actually on the uh, I was at Hogsmeade village. I was on the Islands of Adventure side when I first seen it mm-hmm. come in so I seen it where the actual engine came in that first point, yeah. which is the correct way of seeing it. I honestly feel like I would have it would have tainted the experience if I seen it roll in backwards which you yeah. do see if you're on the Universal side so it's I don't know yeah. I'm if if you're visiting for the first time and it's really that important to you I'd make sure you ride this attraction first of all ride it both ways which I'm sure we'll come yeah. on to in a minute but if you're going to when you board the attraction for the first time try and do it from the Hogsmeade Village side the Islands of Adventure side because you're just going to get a much better experience yeah.
0: as we said it does connect both parks it connects uh, the Wizarding Worlds together uh, Diagon Alley as well as Hogsmeade and that's why you need that that two park ticket to go back and forth um, unfortunately they did not develop like a turntable style to yeah. rotate the trains around Um It it just, I mean, we would have had to watch it come through the Hogsmeade station, go out the back, circle around, and then come back and pull in. It just, it would have been a nightmare. So um, if you haven't seen pictures or videos of it, basically the train is parked correctly at King's Cross and leaves correctly. But then whenever it comes back in, it pulls in backwards and then parks. And then on the Hogsmeade side, it obviously pulls in correctly. And then whenever it goes to leave, it just starts backing out, which is, it's quite humorous to watch. Um, But it's the only way they were able to do it with the space that they were given. And I'll leave it up to Magic for you to figure out how two trains can run at the same track at once. Um, But I've seen it from backstage before, so I know how it works.
2: Um I want to talk about something on the ride when you're going from side to side, but I don't know that we're there yet. We're
0: not quite okay. there. I just want to mention one more detail that I enjoy that they put in, and that's right before you are going to get sorted onto which car you will be put on, on uh, the Hogwarts Express, there is a nice little nod to the Harry Potter universe, and of course that is Hedwig, the owl, Harry's owl sitting in his cage and uh, right next to it is a piece of luggage that has HP on it. So it's a good detail. Everyone needs to check it out. Look for it. It's impossible to miss. Every person with an iPad in the park is going to be
1: taking a picture yeah, it of was, it. It was it was in the video and for those watching now it's in the bottom yeah. right hand corner just there. So. Exactly. But no it's it's a nice it's a nice little touch that they've done that. So
0: yeah then so you're going to get on the train. Each train compartment fits Oh, shoot. I forgot. Six people? Eight people. Eight people. Eight Eight people. It fits eight people, uh, four and four. It is, I want to say in a way, it's not a 360-degree experience. It's about 180 because you're sitting down. Um, You can look out the window of the Hogwarts Express and see what's happening. And then also, they have incorporated um, some special effects where you can also see what's happening on the interior of the train as well, too. And... Um, As we said before, there's two complete different experiences both ways, which makes it you have to ride them both ways. Uh, I think everyone has their favorite way to go, but the full total experience is you have to see it both ways. So, Rhino, are you at the point where you wanted
2: to say anything, or was that, I know know Yeah, I I want to talk about, I like little details in it. Like, um, so if you're leaving Hogwarts and going toward Hogsmeade, um, you got to watch stuff like if you're leaving Hogwarts, Kings Cross, Kings Cross. I'm sorry, going uh, sorry. to Hogsmeade. I was thinking of, I was thinking of Platform Nine and Three Quarters. And I okay. said Hogwarts. Yep, um, good. it so there's there's like little things that if you watch, so there's a scene where the car, the the Ford, um, eh, eh, oh my God, I forgot what it's called. You said it earlier too. Anglia, Anglia is flying next to the train, and if you watch, like it goes through the woods, and then it hits the trees, and then it spoilers. parked up against the tree, like when you get off of the train, when you get off of Hogwarts Express in that area, um, in Hogsmeade, that is where the car is. Like if you go up into the Dragon Challenge area, the car is hit up against that tree in the exact same way that it is in the video. So like, and then if you go back the other way and you watch, the night bus will make an appearance, and then where the night bus goes in the video and park, like that's where it is in the park. So there's a couple of little things like that that I think are really cool because it really keeps that – you know, for lack of a better word, it keeps that magic of, like, spatial representation. Like, everything is where it is in the video. So it kind of grounds that... I don't know. I I love that attention to detail.
1: It's funny. I've seen that so many times, and I've never made that connection. It's only now you've pointed out I've really seen, and that's... Yeah, I like that. That's nice that they go and, you know, make that extra effort to do that.
2: Yeah, it's cool, because everything is directionally based. Like, it's all in the right spot where it should be, and and so it kind of, like, when you get out of that train, it has that extra, like... Even if it's a subtle subconscious effect on you, but it's got that effect on you. I don't know no I, I always really like that
0: i definitely the visuals on the side looking out the window are incredible um now, as I said, there are experiences happening on the interior part of the train, and that is. Uh, Interesting, to say the least. So, we've talked about it on the show before, uh, all the way back to the original iteration of, um, of the Universal show, back whenever Sean and I would go on and on about it. But... The voice actor who does
2: Hermione's voice. Oh on my is, god, it's horrible! Is just it's like an old lady. It's just like Ron, oh, Harry. It's not what she sounds like. I feel like they just bad. picked
1: the first female English person they came across and were like, "You, her, your her Hermione, yeah, that's her. her." We're using her. <laughs> we're like, good.
2: is it Harry and Ron's actual voice? Because they're close enough that I'm like, oh, that's them. And then you're just like this other woman comes in and you're like, who's this woman? Oh, okay, well, for for the escape from Gringotts. Harry did not come.
0: Daniel Radcliffe did not come back to do anything for that. However, Rupert Grint, Ron, he did come back to help out for Escape from Gringotts. See, I can't tell and him that right either. I'm that one. He did because I've I've watched the behind the scenes videos. I, d- I thought
2: Harry was in that ride. Daniel Radcliffe. Excuse no, he
0: he did not come back to participate. Only so Hermione doesn't only even Rupert look at Grint the camera did. the whole time. That's um, why you know it's not her. So. Uh, I would assume the same goes for this. I figure while while he was here, they just recorded some lines and uh, went ahead and took care of that. But, yeah, the what happens on the inside is not so great whenever they walk by. But um, one of the coolest aspects of it is having... Dementors on the Hogwarts Express, and whenever you see the the cooled dead hand of a Dementor, yeah, that's my Just part. go up against the window. Uh, it's it's very very kind of spooky in a way. But I will say
2: there's a missed opportunity there though. Yeah, yeah. I wish the interior it. of the cars got cold too. Like I wish there was a fan. Yeah, I pumped it a and little more and just pumped in thing. like a quick blast of cold air or something because that's how it's supposed to feel. You know, especially for those of us who get a little motion sickness and stuff, that, like, it would be nice that the air was circulating all of a sudden.
0: Um, And, you know, overall, the the way out to Hogwarts, whenever you first see Hogwarts and it it appears on the screen and you hear the... (laughs) Like, there is something epic. (laughs) There is something epic about seeing it. In that setting, like oh my gosh, we're actually going there, and you know Hagrid's flying along on his bike, and oh yeah, it's just great. Um, I I love the way out there. I think I'm a bigger fan of going out there than the way back, and part of that has to deal with the station, Um, the Hogsmeade station. It gets the job done. I enjoy little touches like they have the uh, the thestral cart. That's Mm -hmm. kind of sitting outside that when it's working correctly, it will move back and forth as if a, a Thestral is actually standing there. Um, if you don't know what a Thestral is, we can't help you. Oliver doesn't.
1: A Thestral, I believe is that thing that's attached to a horse that is pulled behind it. Is that correct? What? Are you talking about a carriage? What's a Thestral then? It's, it is
2: the thing that pulls the carriage. It's the invis- It's the thing you can only see it if, if you've, you've seen only death. seen death. Oh, oh, we oh
1: gotta
0: I check s- out. I've seen the films. I know that the I've man. seen Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> I was part of the Beatles. <laughs> Why
1: do I sound? Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> <That's-> from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, oh, now we're we're gonna get hated case, for mocking yeah, Oliver. If anyone didn't, know. no, you already were earlier. Someone was like, "Oh Jesus, leave! I'm alone." And it wasn't was even it, like you were being mean my, to him. Was it, was it my mother? <laughs> no, it wasn't. wasn't- Surprisingly enough, your mother's
0: just been nice. Th- get over it. <laughs> we are very close friends. We carpool together. I don't carpool. Deal with it. You don't carpool. We could have before, but you never wanted to.
2: What? That is a. It's probably because my car lying. smells of Taco
0: Bell and shame most of the time. Uh, Oliver can now. <laughs> he can now really uh, say that is the total truth. But I did. It just lacks a lot of the detail. But I get it. The the Hogsmeade station was literally placed in the middle of the ride track for (laughs) dragon challenge. Um, it does have a great place where you can take a good photo. Um, of the Hogwarts Express, I think even better than King's Cross, there is a very nice place to get that that monumental photo. Yeah, so it's worth it for that. Um, but I uh, I enjoy the way out of like I like whenever you're leaving, Hagrid is waving you goodbye, and then as you mentioned, um, <laughs> it's a little
2: weird because he's like, like Mom. well, on the way there, he right is it on the way there or the like, he's like cart, like yeah, boom, he's, boom, boom, he's boom, doing boom. that, but then he's like two seconds later, he's like, I'm here with Fang saying hello, <laughs> yeah. and you're like. Wow, Hagrid, that's the fastest you've ever moved nice. is that you've somehow made it from your car that collapsed here into the
0: thing. But. He's waving on the on the way out, and then, you know, eventually you meet up with the Weasleys, and they're throwing up their firecrackers and their fireworks, and they're telling you to go see the Weasleys' wizard wheezes. Uh, it just... It, you know, there. As soon as you get to London, and that night bus does pull around it, it really does set the scene. I, I prefer going to Hogwarts. That's just me. I think it's a better experience. I don't know how you feel, Oliver.
1: I've not really. I'm one of the. I know you said everyone's got a favorite. I don't. I think they're both equally as good as each other. There's aspects I like about both of them i see now as even as I was saying that I probably uh, I don't know I probably would side with the uh, the trip there actually and that's just because because of like the visuals of London and everything God. else that's really really nice um, I love the bit where you're passing through the countryside and you get that heavy weather no. um, it's yeah it's it takes me back it takes me back to the homeland so I yeah I enjoy it immensely
0: heavy weather
1: um, <laughs> yeah so.
0: I I might get flacked for saying this. Um, the, the Hogwarts Express does have its issues, as we talked about the back and forth. That that is an issue. Um, it doesn't look as great coming into King's Cross, and it doesn't look as good leaving Hogsmeade. Uh, the other issue is there. I do not get motion sickness on basically anything. This is one. Nice. This is one example that if I am sitting on the seat that is right beside the window. I get motion sick on this ride. Um, I do too. They, this literally the only thing that gets me is this ride. Sitting right next against the window, looking at a TV. Because, be honest, it's just the TV. <laughs> How dare um, you! But if I'm sitting all the way back looking at it, I'm fine. I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. So, y- you have to make some sacrifices here and there. But I'm gonna say this: I think Hogwarts Express is the quintessential Harry Potter attraction that you could want. Or ask for no, no,
2: no. Forbidden Journey. No,
0: Forbidden Journey is my favorite, and I think it's the best. But I think Hogwarts Express, for a
2: Harry Potter fan, I see. I I think I get what you're saying. Like it's the like the true like you're on the train. You're on an actual thing from the film and the book. Whereas like in the other ride it's like it's a a story you're you're on a train you get
0: to see the characters that you love without being hung up in the air from a kooka arm it's very accessible for everyone um it's just it it serves a purpose it gets you back and forth it is if you only could do one thing if you had to choose between hogwarts express forbidden journey uh and gringotts and you're just an average person I don't think you could go wrong telling them just choose that. Like if I gave you the advice, oh, I I don't know anything about you. I'm going to tell you to go ride Forbidden Journey. You'd be puking your guts out in the back. Yes. You just hit your hand, so you're I hit you're
2: my in thumb really hard on the oh, table. You look like, I cut
1: to you because you looked like you were about six no, in the alley. Yeah, I was the effort. He was, he was ready to go
0: there. He was ready to speak, and then he hit it. Like I went. To, uh, I was thinking, like, how can I keep going on to give yeah. you enough time to relax? I think it's better if we actually just discuss it, get it out in the I open. Do, yeah,
2: I, I see what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I, oh, okay, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll agree. I'll agree. i agree I, I could be wrong.
0: I'm just saying that. No, but no, no. the reason I say that is because I wholeheartedly believe that um, whether or not Harry Potter ends up standing the test of time at Universal, clearly it has stood the test of time, but Universal is in the business now of replacing classic attractions and and continuing to adapt. Um, let's say 40, 50 years down the road, Harry Potter ends up. On the chopping block for Universal because there's some new epic thing that came out that they, they they need to put that in and Wizarding World has to go. That could very well happen. I um, would burn. I would be the very to the ground. I would be very angry too. But um, you know, that's Harry that Potter happen. is our generation's Wizard of Oz. It will never go away. It. I. I know. I. I believe that. But I'm
2: saying. Still, there is always a chance. I'm not saying that some of it couldn't we go. have to deal with it now. I No, you you heard recently that they're going to buy the that their Universal is like secretly buying the rights to. I don't know how secret it is or not. Universal, um, Warner Secrets. Brothers is trying to buy the rights to the play to make the yeah. movie. Even though she was like, no, this is a play. But now they're, they they want to make the play into a three part movie with Secrets. Daniel Radcliffe.
0: secret. secret. On, that's an old conan o'brien sketch that he used to do secrets oh, in the, the office things. it's fantastic secrets, secrets. well no go look if anyone out there if you're a fan of conan go look at that um you know i hope the hogwarts express is there for the next 50 years the next i'll, I'll be bold i'll say 100 years even if we're driving on crazy flying cars and not using our laser disk anymore. Me again. back to the future did that. this to me don't you do it I, to me craig i think i i would hope that it is there forever and I think it deserves to because I would wholeheartedly think that this should be in a Universal Hall of Fame. It is a classic attraction despite only being there now for
2: a little bit over two years. What say you? What say I? What say you? I am going to say it belongs in the Hall of Fame solely because of like what you said at the very beginning about the fact that it is supposedly – you know, it's technically transportation, but it's technically an attraction. I think this is the new wave of like how transportation should be done anywhere. Is that I think it's a an opportunity that they took full advantage of to bind their two parks together. Let's I, slap some TVs on the monorails and get it going. Right. You know, Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I I I don't know. That's for me alone, that was enough that I just I said this is this isn't it's not it's not um Trans—it's oh, not. How did I want to word that? I lost it. It's not transportation, but it's—it's it's full immersive, I guess. It's full immersion. Yeah, it's a good way to put Fully it. Immersive.
1: Oliver, I think it definitely deserves a spot um, for two reasons, really. One, the going back to what you were saying about how it's—I think with all the other attractions in uh, in the two lands, they can be very ambiguous. With this, they've got to stay very true to the story, just yeah. because it's—you know—you see a lot of it in the film, and they really did do that so well. Um, and the second reason is I think the actual attraction itself is it's got a long life because it's, it's all going to be based around how long the films are around for. And when you see all the popularity of the film, sorry, when you see the... Um, these young people like these young children walking around in their wizard robes with their wands and you know these these some of these children probably weren't even but when was the last film when did it come out you know they probably weren't even born when that last film 2012 exactly Uh, okay yeah so So maybe uh, maybe they were very very young when that last film came out but you know they weren't even old enough to understand it at the time it was released No, sorry 2011.
0: 2011 2011
1: okay yeah so yeah some of these children could have been born after that last film and they were still walking around in their robes and they're still enjoying it. So I think it's one of those where the films are going to last a long time. They've got a lot of staying power. So the attraction has as well because of that and the fact that it's done so well. So there's nothing else like it around at all that I can think of. Um, I just bought my
2: nephew, the animated, the animated, you know how they're releasing the not animated illustrated, illustrated books. I just bought because when the cursed child came out, it was only $8 for this $40 beautiful book. Of the first the first story, and I was like, "Well, this is this can be bedtime stories now. They can read it with him little by little, and as he grows, he'll grow with Harry Potter." I, you know,
0: I have, I told you right before we started the show, I've been on like a huge book craze mm-hmm. right now, and I think the next thing that's on my mind is how can I get all my Harry Potter books from uh, my house in Pennsylvania? Not my house, my parents' house. I don't have two houses. It's ridiculous. <laughs> how can I get my Harry Potter books? from pennsylvania down here because i think i'm ready to re-experience them and uh, revisit them along with a a lot of other heavy reading i need to cut down on the tv i think that's what's making me stupid all of a sudden um but uh, there's no medical science to really talk about that so i think we're all in agreement. hogwarts express is a classic attraction in itself because of as jillian coined it it is the best transportainment you oh, can get like out that. there. That's and uh, that's all I got to say about that. So I'll probably put up a, a thread on disboards.com in the dis unplugged podcast section where you can vote on what you think about Hogwarts Express and of course leave us feedback on what you think about the attraction, the transportation, the transportainment, Uh Because I actually, I do read it. While I don't respond to everyone, I do read it. And I enjoy criticizing you, not to your face. <laughs> your mom's going uh, you to mail you your time. books. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we we've got to talk about that because what if they're lost in the mail? <laughs> what if <laughs> they lost what if that owl loses the mail again? Well, it, no, I, I'm very nervous about the mail system. So like in general, there is. So I'm. I'm already thinking about decorating for Christmas, and Greg, we haven't even pulled out the Halloween. decorations My Halloween yet. decorations are already out, and they're starting to go up. That was yesterday. Uh, now, Janilda my mind, and Billy Blue are. Now, <laughs> now my mind is on Christmas, and my mom promised me that I could have our old Oreo tins. Mm. I am. This. This is the episode of Oreos <laughs>
1: sponsored by the
0: old Christmas Oreo tins that they released in the '90s. I could have them. To to put up in my house because that was like my favorite thing about my childhood is putting them up on top of the cupboards and displaying them and I want them this year to put up but I'm too afraid that they'll get lost in the mail and then I'll be like one of those creeps on eBay who's trying to go back and and buy <laughs> is, is back it their accurate? childhood yeah. like I didn't have that one scratch there but <laughs> <laughs> tangent aside <laughs> even know where i I think you were ending dot com. you'll you'll find the link there and all that crap i'll put in the show notes uh, along with anything else useful in this episode and links to all the other shows that we have on the dis unplug podcast network including rhino's own dis pop the disney world edition which you can watch me butcher the hosting the past two weeks on that as well as the dreams unlimited travel show and the disneyland show of course follow us on social media uh we're stepping up our game on facebook and twitter we're we're going to start actually posting on those i think for once um so make sure you're following us on that uh, as well as everything dis related you get it you gotta do it it's the best um but yes thank you guys this was a fun conversation really enjoyed it uh thank you to everyone out there who watched and listened i hope it was entertaining to say the least if not more than that we really appreciate it we appreciate you and leave us all your feedback and judgments and all that we will get mad but we will get over it so That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We will be back with you again next week, not live, pre-recorded. We will be busy with some uh, work events going on, so I apologize for that. But we will be uh, back live the next week after that where you can find us. Um, So that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you later uh, after we go ride the Hogwarts Express. But until then, I'll wrestle. Resolution. Shoot, we left them on the Hogwarts Express.